And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Oh, thank you very much. You'll excuse me. You'll pardon me, please, if I uh, if I seem a uh, bit distracted today. But I'm I'm going through my records here for the uh, well, actually for the last thirty forty years. I, I'm trying to see if I'll qualify for the Supreme Court. I'll let you know how that comes out. Uh, don't don't uh, you know. Don't wait on me. But welcome aboard to the have show. Have you uh, have have, have you ever uh, have you ever you know, done that feel thing in the last 36 years? Well, you know, I've, I've tried to be, I've tried to be a really good boy. Uh, well, in the last, well, the last 35 months at least. I mean, I mean w- uh, would it be valid for somebody to sing to you feelings? Nothing. What? <laughs> I know. You know, you know that was a horrible wind-up to that joke, but I, I just I had to do it. I I I had no choice. I, I, I was, no choice in the matter. I was actually thinking. I was actually thinking the singing was worse than the joke. Believe it or not. Well, yeah, I'll buy that too. Now, now, <laughs> now the listeners know why we're on radio type programs as opposed to being rock stars. That's how I got into radio uh, many many years ago was, uh, uh, you know, sitting in the bedroom, playing the music, singing along with it. Oh, plus the fact that you have a great face for radio. Exactly, but I tried doing the uh, radio DJ thing, and I got to thinking, hey, these guys are getting paid for just playing these records. Why can't I do that? That's easier than getting up on stage singing. And, of course, by that time, I had realized that uh, my singing was such that not only did it turn off listeners, and I get in the shower to sing, the shower stopped running. So you know, it was uh, it was futile. It was a natural. I had to go into the uh, the radio end. <laughs> but yes, folks, That's here right. we are once again with a whole lot of music and talk. And so far, all you've gotten is talk. So we're going to give you some music right now. This is a group. This is a K-pop group. And uh, while the song isn't exactly new, the uh, the performance video is relatively new, and uh, this group is one of the ones that is an up-and-comer. They are rapidly becoming a major force in K-pop, and especially here in the United States, where K-pop is still growing, and uh, it's definitely become a major part of American music. So here they are. They call themselves Dia, and the song is Woo-Woo!
And there you have it. They call themselves Dia, and the song is Woo Woo. Reminds me of that. Uh, reminds me of that old, old Boston disc jockey. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> I hear a phone ringing. Where is that coming from? I have no idea. That was kind of weird. That's not even in our sound bank here. I uh, I don't know what's going on. I guess maybe that was the end of the song. I don't know. But anyway, that was... Uh, that was that the was end the of the group. song. That was, yes. That was the end of the song. <laughs> is it over now? Yeah. I, 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 God, I hope I, so. I thought I had listened to that. <laughs> I, I really thought I had listened to the song, but uh, anyway, that's the K-pop group DN. Now, this song is gaining them a lot of ads here in the United States. <clears throat> the video performance, or the performance video, was released after the girls' uh, music video for Woo Woo hit over one million views. They hit up the beach for the video, and in their red outfits, they take on the heat with the uh, cool, fresh moves, and... Uh, Woo Woo is also the title song of Dia's new album, which is called Summer Aid, A-D-E, uh, not the Kool-Aid spelling, but uh, Summer Aid is the name of the album. And because K-pop is becoming such a big thing, uh, not only here in the States, but around the world, I'd like to share some of the music, especially the stuff that we know is going to be uh, something that you're going to be exposed to on the you know the conventional forms of music, uh, broadcast radio, and your uh, your cable channels, and even here on the internet. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, you know the name Woo Woo immediately uh, a disc jockey in Boston came to mind back in the '60s, but I know that that has nothing to do with this. Arnie Ginsberg. Arnie Ginsberg. Yes. <laughs> woo Woo for you, you. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I, the the um, you know the production values on it obviously very good uh but i'm a dinosaur and it's not my cup of tea and i can Aren't see where all. the tweens are going to like it and i and i can see its commercial yeah. potential uh but as uh, you know somebody that's uh you know as as my kids like to uh, put it uh, uh somebody that was around when uh, t-rex roamed the world uh yeah you know this is not my thing <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, the thing, the thing that gets me, and and yeah, I kind of like some of it. The thing is, it's something that the kids can get into, and uh, and are getting into, I should add. And uh, it's you know, it's not offensive. It's uh, it's not antagonistic. It, it's not provocative. It's listenable. The music is good. It's solid production. Uh, it's got a nice beat. Uh, Feel like we're on American Bandstand here. I give it a nine. It's good to dance to. Oh, but, it's 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 a great it's, dance uh, number. It yeah. is a great dance number. It'll it's do well in, in, in yeah. It'll and, do well in 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 that genre. Uh, and yeah, the girls have good voices. Their harmonies are good. The uh, production, yes, very well done. But just overall, you know, I. Maybe my granddaughter might go out and buy the record, but her grandpa won't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But it is, I think, eminently listenable. It's one thing that, uh, you know, if I still had kids living at home and they turned on their, uh, well, I was going to say radio, but who listens to radio anymore? Uh, they turned on their their uh, their digital player or whatever, uh, and I heard the song playing, I wouldn't tell them to go outside and play it. I mean, it's it's listenable. It's, uh, you can enjoy it. It's got a, a, a nice 
feel to it. John Bon Jovial, I understand you've got uh, a little more to contribute here today. Well, yeah, this is an awards show, after all. The name of the show is The yes, David yes. Bowers Awards. And uh, like every other foolish awards show out there, we have our own methodology and way of doing things and measuring what's good, what's bad, what's idiotic, what's stupid. You know. And uh, yes. I, I actually uh, came up with an idea for something that is uh, just downright unnecessary. We haven't really had an unnecessary category. And, and and I would classify this as being unnecessary. So, cue the uh, the kazoos, please, if you would. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's one form of kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Our dear friend. And, well, you said it was. <laughs> yeah. You said it was an unnecessary one, though. So. <laughs> yes, the flatulent award of the week. Uh, our, <laughs> our dear friend and very extremely talented artist. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, I do like her her music. Not all of her stuff, but most of her stuff uh, is actually is quite listenable. And she came out uh, in the last few days uh, doing a political endorsement. Now, whether I agree with her endorsement uh, of uh, Democrats over Republicans is really not the issue. Uh, everybody is entitled to their own opinion, and it is their right to, you know, sing it to the mountain. You know, I endorse this person or I endorse that person. However, what I have a problem with is somebody that uses their celebrity to try to influence those, uh, especially young and very impressionable people, uh, that this is the right way to vote, not necessarily the way your parents vote, not necessarily the way your friends talk about politics, but this is the way to do it. And I have a problem with that because I think it is up to each and every single one of us of voting age to, A, exercise your right to vote. Please, whether you vote Republican, whether you vote Democrat, whether you vote Independent, I beg you to please go out and vote November 6th, but it is not up to Taylor Swift to tell us how to vote. It is not up to Robert De Niro to tell us. It is not up to Donald Trump to tell us. It is up to each and every one of us to study the issues, make up our minds, study it in an intelligent manner, and go and exercise your right to vote. So my award goes to Taylor Swift for just doing something that, to me, was absolutely not necessary. And you know that I agree with you 100%. I'm glad you injected the uh, the thought that you did about doing their homework, studying the issues, because too often people tend to listen to the sound bites and, of course, celebrities who, I don't know, if, if these celebrities were so intelligent, why aren't they in our colleges teaching rather than outperforming? I mean, I pay Taylor Swift to see her show, I do not want to hear her political views. I want to see her show. But uh, the other thing that you pointed out is do the homework, because too often the issues are treated very superficially. Oh, absolutely. You listen to to the headlines, the sound bites, and you make a decision based on that. You don't stop to think uh, about the thing that, uh, okay, uh, Joe Smith voted for this, so I'm against him because I don't agree with that. But you don't stop to look to see if maybe there was a reason why he voted against that particular issue. Perhaps it was there was something else in the bill 
that was bad and made the whole bill bad. That's right. Or perhaps it was just a discussion. Now, you remember, a lot of these things come out of panels. In fact, they all do. They go to a panel before they go to the full House or Senate. And sometimes those votes are just a vote on whether to discuss the particular uh, measure that's been proposed. And if a measure comes up that's, uh, okay, let's take a very simple issue, and I'll try not to not prolong this too long, but let's take an issue like, okay, more money for the schools for education. Okay? Sounds like something all of us would vote for. But let's just say there's something buried in there that also says uh, we've got to, well, we've got to tax to raise the money to do this. uh, We're going to have to start uh, taxing Social Security or cutting Social Security. Well, wait a minute. Now you've got an issue with opposing viewpoints. It's not as clear cut. Study the issues and why people voted for or against them. Do your homework. That's, and well, that's what people, it's all about. Do I, your homework. I agree with yeah. you 100%. Do your homework. Celebrities, please. You are being paid and adored as celebrities for your singing, your athletic abilities, whatever your talents are. We did not pay to get your political opinions. That's not your job. And speaking of of, uh, celebrities, we have on the line a celebrity. Our first guest. Yeah, we're going to play his music. And uh, yeah, and, 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 we're gonna and, and we'll, we... you know, and and if if he's lucky, we may not ridicule it. I I don't know. And <laughs> if, if the listeners are lucky, we may shut up long enough to talk to. Yeah, him. I think Let's I think we've gone on long here's... long enough about this nonsense. Here's our first guest of the week, and uh, and uh, what? Oh, there we are. Okay, I had to get my cue cards back up there. And uh, we'll be going to him right after uh, we listen to his uh, his first song. The gentleman's name is Corey Coons. Hey, what's hey. going on, David Bauer Award Show listeners? Check it out. This is Vincent from Never Wonder on the rated, number one rated show out there. So take a listen. Stay tuned. Great stuff coming up. And remember, Never Wonder. Peace. David, we love you. Uh you're all right, Vince. Thank you guys that never wondered so much. Previous guest from a couple of weeks ago. Ladies and gentlemen, as we promised, here is Corey M. Coons. This is called Long Road, Dead Man's Dream. today. 
stream Got the torn at the seams in the liar's chair Crazy days of living the used Let me tattered and bruised Nowhere to land Long road of sleepless nights Better hold on tight to the steering wheel Running down a dead man's dream Got me torn at the seams Got nowhere to land Nowhere to land Got nowhere to land Nowhere to And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Corey M. Coons. That's called Long Road, Dead Man's Dream. Going to bring him in right now. This song, or this show, rather, is being recorded on uh, Monday, the 8th of October. So we want to be sure and start off, Corey, by wishing you a happy Canadian Thanksgiving Day. Well, thank you very much, David. How are you guys doing there? Doing just fine, thank you, and so glad to have you here with us. We uh, we tried to uh, put this together, and uh, I knew we'd get you on here sooner or later. Now you are a, uh, a native Canadian, but you have done some uh, you've done some shows down here, some touring down here in the states. Also, uh, I see from a, a bio I was reading that you also did some stuff down in the southeastern United States. Yeah, actually, it's been a long time, but I uh, I did some traveling in the southeast of the U.S. I guess it would have been probably the late 90s, around 98 or so. I traveled for most of that year on and off uh, with a, a cover group at the time who was based out of the Birmingham, Alabama area. Originally, they were from the Ottawa, Ontario area, but they relocated down there. And when I joined the group, they were kind of doing six months uh, in the south and six months sort of thing back up here. But, uh, yeah, I did some touring down there. Um, I didn't get a chance to do any, you know, any of my own material at that point because uh, that was kind of before I got into to being my own solo artist and getting to record most of my own music from, uh, I guess, the early 2000s on sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I did spend some time in the States for sure. When you get back down this way, keep in mind two places, all right? The Southeast, uh, John Bon Jovial, my illustrious and legendary co-host, is in the Naples, Fort Myers area of Florida, and I'm out Beautiful. in the Tempe area around uh, Phoenix in the uh, Arizona desert, and we'd love to see you if you get out our way, so keep in touch. Absolutely. Uh, one, because would. we'd like to know what's going on and uh, be able to share it with the listeners, and also, too, for very selfish reasons, because we love to... Uh, we love to meet our guests in person. Now you've got uh, you've got an awful lot going on. You got a great sound first. I want to tell you that up front, uh, just so you know that uh, yeah, you know you're not here just because uh, somebody liked you and told us to have you on the show. You got a great sound, and I, I I just love the driving excitement that's in it. You are releasing, if I've got this right, this show is going to. Uh, debut the first time the weekend of the 14th and you will have some uh, new music coming out the 18th is that correct well in a way yeah we're re-releasing the uh, the first two singles from this record with michael at uh, mts with mts records he's got a great new distribution deal 
And um, so many of his artists actually are, are re-releasing some of their material so to a much wider distribution range. So so in a way it's kind of new, but it's also stuff that just came out off this record earlier this year too. But there is more new stuff on the way as well as off this new record. There'll be another single coming up hopefully in the next, well, maybe you know, a month or so. If we can get another single released off it, that would be great. So, But why would you will is always... Which which you will uh, get us a copy of so that we can uh, we can play it for our listeners, of course, right? Yes, definitely. You know, we'll get it out with Michael and everything. Definitely, for sure, for you guys. Michael's a good man. We've worked with him many times and uh, and had many of his artists on. And he does. He works for his artists, and uh, he's great to work with from our side of the microphone too. So we're looking forward to that, and uh, we're looking forward to. Uh, to your new music too and as you said this music while it may have been previously released uh, is going to be new to a lot of people and that's what we hope to do we hope to get your message and music out to a whole bunch more new people who want to buy your music and see you in person now this is going to be distributed worldwide Uh, i understand it's also going to be in the chinese market yeah, according to Michael, he's got uh, the Chinese market on board too with uh, with the worldwide distribution. So this is a new a new distributor he's using. So and uh, yeah, we're hoping for some some pretty wide some pretty wide distribution. Some pretty good things hopefully will come out of all this. So we just uh, we take it day by day. But Michael's fantastic to work with. I've been working with him now for over three months or so, and uh, he's been uh, great to work with. So. You were mentioning your uh, your influences, and yes, they they do span some genres. You've got a you've got a nice, solid, modern rock sound, but you can catch little influences like uh, you know you you can see the country influence and everything. And I'm actually going to throw this back to uh, to uh, John because I know that in addition to being uh, kind of technically oriented, he uh, he also has a has a thing about liking to know where your thoughts and music come from, uh, your muses per se. So, John, why don't you go ahead and uh, and delve into that area, because I know that's your, uh, that's your secondary well, really, area of expertise. Well, really, all you really had to do was just say, well, I'm going to disguise my voice and sound like John Bon Jovial and ask this question. You've been sitting there nodding your head. You sure, <laughs> but no, David is right. I, uh, you know, I do look at things, you know, far more from the technical uh, and inspirational point of view, uh, and so, I, and I do. I ask almost every guest that comes on, you know, who is your muse or muses, if there is such a word. Um, as far as developing your musical style and your influences? Well, I think uh, a lot of my musical influences come from, like I said, this, the 70s, 80s melodic rock sound. I mean, it was a very big influence on me. I grew up in high school in the 80s, I mean, listening to a lot of very melodic, radio-oriented rock stuff. So, I mean, if you look at, you know, acts like Bon Jovi as a big influence and, and the very melodic harmonies of somebody like Styx, and then, you know, also later on, kind of getting into more of the, the roots rock element with, like, you know, Tom Petty has been a huge influence on me in the last probably decade or more, and uh, John Mellencamp and stuff like that. And then also country rock like Keith Urban and, and some of that stuff uh, in the early, I guess, when the new millennium kind of hit there, when he kind of came out big, Keith Urban was a good influence on me. And just anything. I mean, even going back to old country music like Johnny Cash or Kenny Rogers when I was a kid, like listening to 
you know, country radio station that my mom used to have on here just outside of Ottawa, Ontario, you know, that's probably the first music I was introduced to, but then the first real, like, 45 record I would have listened to in the day would have been the Beach Boys, I think, and, you know, listen to Fun, Fun, Fun and all that amazing harmony stuff, you know, of Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys and all that. It's just total, it's all a big, a big mash of influences on what you're hearing, I think, over the years, because I've been doing this for quite a long time now, so, but, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of, I think I'm got that all in the scope there, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you did well, most son. You did well. They, <laughs> most artists, when they get into, you know, uh, looking at their music and where it came from, they try to take an objective standpoint. They will notice that uh, there are a lot of influences that play into it. And as you pointed out, everything from, uh, everything from uh, John Bon Jovi to uh, John Cash. So, uh, yeah, the... the uh, it, it, it's what makes music individual, and as we've discussed in the past, it, I, I think as trite as it may sound, I think that's part of what makes music the international language, because it is yeah. such an amalgam, it's a compendium of the thoughts and feelings and styles of people from all over the world. But, uh, Corey, you are... Uh, you are doing an awful lot. I know you are. You are you going to be doing any touring soon? Well, touring, as far as uh, you know, being on the road for a certain period of time, is something that I'm not at the moment doing. I'm just kind of doing you know local weekend gigging and stuff in my eastern Ontario region. I just finished up a show on the weekend uh, in Ottawa, well, just south of Ottawa, for um, the recent tornado that that happened here. Um, outside of Ottawa in the past couple of weeks and there was some pretty widespread devastation there in the, in the Ottawa region so we just a friend of mine who's got a group also as well and is a neighbor a neighbor of mine actually and uh, Mr. Mike LaRose and then he asked me to take part in this benefit that we just played on Saturday night and they raised about $3,500 I guess for the uh, awesome. for the Red Cross awesome. the Canadian Red Cross Foundation for the, the tornado victims and stuff so that was something that was nice to be a part of and, and obviously helping Absolutely. many people in need but I do a lot of shows locally I mean some of them are just acoustic shows myself or myself and a, and a buddy of mine who plays like uh, you know some percussion and then also I have my, my backing band as well that we get out and do as much as we can um, August was quite busy locally with a lot of like a couple fairs here locally in Ontario eastern Ontario and uh, well, great. Uh, Corey, I hate to interrupt you, but I'm getting I'm getting the flag signal. We're running out of time here, uh, so right. uh, I want to I want to thank you for coming and spending time with us, sharing your music, and invite you to come back anytime. You're part of our family now, so there's always a home for you here. Give us in about the 30 seconds we've got left. Tell us a little bit about this next track. Once too many, twice not enough. Yeah, that's the second single that we released off this record, and. Um, uh, the chorus itself uh, speaks about uh, you know life being a gamble. Um, if you don't take the right chances, you might get stuck in, in certain things, and uh, you got to do what feels right and just uh, strike that right chord, and hopefully you uh, you achieve what you're looking for. And I think that's kind of in general what it speaks about. So it's a very melodic sort of, I guess, rootsy rock, country rock sort of track. So. Well, let's give it a play, Corey. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Corey M. Coons, 
Corey, I want to mention also this show airs right across the border from you on our uh, Rochester, New York flagship station, WRFZ FM 106.3. So you'll be getting some nice. plays over there, too. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey M. Coons, this is once too many, twice not enough. that don't add up you know you'll find your strength and rise above now you're ready to win when the game begins there's no time to lose I'll say it again if you don't watch out they might call your bluff Draw you out when the feeling comes on. Uh-huh. 
Okay, is the song really over this time? <laughs> the song is no. over, ladies and gentlemen. No it is ended. No sneaky phone rings or uh, no, wave no. splashes or anything this time. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Ari M. Coons from uh, Neighbors to the North, Canadian. Uh, and, uh, we're so glad to have had him with us, as we are glad also to have our next guest. And uh, these guests come to us from merry old England, from the UK, and uh, they've got some uh, a little edgier music, but I think you're going to like it because they've got a, a good sound. They've worked at their trade, and they know what they're doing. They're putting down a good sound. We're going to share it with you right now. They call themselves Second Hand Arms Dealer, and I certainly hope that's not what they're doing because <laughs> we'd all be in big trouble about that. Here they are with a thing called Nemesis. A little bit of jealousy, a little bit of genocide. The cycle gets harder to break.
And there you have it. That's Nemesis by our next guest, secondhand arms dealer from over on the other side of the pond there. And here to talk about it is a guy named Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi, David. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm the drummer from Secondhand Arms Dealer. And um, you're you're not the uh, Dr. Seuss character, I am Sam, I am. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen, first off, I want to, before we talk about the group and your music, I want to ask you if something I heard years and years ago is true. And, uh, no, never mind, I'm not going to go into drummer jokes at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, seriously, Sam, we're glad to have you here aboard with us today, and uh, it's it's always great to talk to new artists, and this is the first time you've been on the show, so before I go any further, I'll remind you that uh, you're part of our family now, so keep in touch with us, let us know what you're doing, new releases, show dates, you know, if you're going on tour with the Rolling Stones or whatever, let us know, and we'll help publicize it online for you, too, because uh, the only thing we like better than following the careers of our guests is uh, helping them make it even better so tell us about the group now you're the drummer who else you got in the group uh, we've got Joe who's our lead vocalist slash bass player and we've got um, Joe uh, sorry I've already said Joe haven't I God, what am I doing it says it's been a long day um, we've got Jordan Jordan on the guitar so Joe Spurrell bass and vocals Jordan gotcha. Short on the lead guitar Okay. I wanted to say real quick as well, thank you very much for, for having us on the show. It's it's really nice to sort of to be invited on something like this and we certainly will remember it. And if we ever do get a tour with the Warren Stones, you can definitely come along. Oh, we'll definitely look forward to that. So <laughs> you can be sure of that. And we'll we'll probably stay for their part of the show too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me do you, do you guys all coordinate on writing the music or do just one or two of you do the writing and the rest of you work on it or what? Uh, it's a bit of a back and forth, really. I mean, I think I think we all chip in. Um, everyone kind of does their own instrument, and then they'll bounce ideas off each other. Um, and yeah, it kind of gets constructed that way. It does. Sometimes it ha- happens overnight, and we can actually go to a practice, and we come out with a new song. Sometimes it takes <laughs> like weeks or months. Right. Yeah. Sure. I, I I get that completely. Uh, and it's it, how long have you guys been together? We've been together for just over a year now, really. So, still oh, so days. Yeah, you're still getting getting the feel of working with each other and and getting into each other's heads and uh, and yeah. being able to react uh, with each other. And that's that's always the fun part. Is criticism is the hardest part. I'm sorry. Taking criticism has got to be the hardest part. We've got oh, that yeah. now where we can we can tell each other if we if we don't like each other's ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know one of you is from Wales. The rest of you are from the, uh, are from the uh, British part of the uh, island. And uh, when do you get together? When do you do playing? And are you doing a lot of play dates? Yeah. Um, well, we've got Greg, who's our amazing manager. Um, he's, he's from Wales. And then the, the three of us are all from, from England, Bristol. Um, and yeah, we, we we gig as much as we can. Really, we just we just had a busy weekend. The one just gone, and um, we had a gig on on the Thursday and the Friday. A place in Bristol and a place in Wales. Um, but apart from that, we we try and gig as much as possible. We rehearse maybe once or twice a week. Um, yeah, keep things busy and and in, intense, really. And uh, just uh, 
to help us understand the logistics of this, uh, how far away from, let's start with you guys in Bristol, how far away from that is the guy in uh, Wales? Uh, we're, we're quite close, I'd say about sort of half an hour drive, 20 minutes, half an hour. Ah, uh, okay, so it's not that far, okay, it's not like you're going from here to Paris or someplace, you can get together <laughs> relatively quickly. Okay, I, I got you. Go to Paris, to be honest. But uh, what's that? <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to Paris, to be honest. But no, I wouldn't, wouldn't either. Like either. Can you can you get us comps to that show too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and airplane tickets and uh, <laughs> really? hotel rooms and. John, oh, yeah. Yeah. John Bon Jovi, you're sitting there up until now. You've been politely quiet. I know you have to. You've got something you'd like to toss into the conversation. Come well, on in, jump course, in. Of course, of course. And, and me, polite. Jeez, wow, that you, you read me wrong. Uh, no, Sam, I you know this is I'm I handle more of the technical aspect of the music, uh, the uh, production values, uh, and then I also try to get into. The, uh, the spiritual well-being of the music, for lack of better words. And <laughs> what, what, what I want to know is, uh, and I ask this of almost every guest that comes on board with us, is uh, who or what is your muse? Where do you get your inspiration? And how did that factor into developing the sound that you guys have. Now, I realize that you've only been together for a year, so you're still a little wet behind the ears, as a old American <laughs> colloquialism goes, but uh, <laughs> you know, the, these are always questions that fascinate me. I want to know more about what goes through the collective mindset of creating this good music. Okay, yeah, no, I like it. It's, it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, honestly, um, my, my, probably my biggest inspiration for me personally drumming is, is my dad. Um, so he's, he's been a drummer since he was about 15 years old. Oh, wow, great. I, I grew up around sort of him being in bands, grew up around him having a drum kit at my grandma's house. And um, that that's kind of where it started when I was probably about five years old. I used to start sort of tinkering around on the kit, trying to play drum beats and stuff like that. And um, ever since I've gotten older, I've gotten into like music like Led Zeppelin, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and it's all bands that my dad likes as well. And, and over the years, we've kind of developed our own kind of style, and it's helped me kind of become the musician I am today. Um, but the, the other members of the band, I, I'm sure, have got sort of similar stories. We're all quite, we've all been doing music for quite a while, even before we we met each other. Uh, you are nominated in a uh, in a best artist for indie alternative acts uh, in an awards program. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, I mean, it, it's quite early news for us at the moment. I mean, we just kind of got the call that, that we have been selected out of, I think it was quite a few bands, I think a couple hundred, maybe more. Wow. Um, and the, yeah, they, 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 they picked us for, for the nomination. Um, I was thinking we're still waiting on the results, um, but fingers crossed. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Well, I don't blame you. I would be, too. And as you can see, we try to stay on top of things. We almost found out before you knew. But <laughs> what, what is the awards program? I, what's the name of the awards? Um, I'm trying to think. Are you, are you, you might have me there. Okay, well, it's so new that we don't even have the name of it. But, hey, I, you know, anytime 
you get nominated in an awards program, it is an honor, regardless of the program itself. The fact that there are a group of people in the business who think you are deserving of an award, that in itself is an honor. And, uh, hey, we wish you all the very best in that. And your new album, you've got a new album. Do you know about that? Do you know you're doing a new <laughs> album? Just about. <laughs> We're going to play Circus next, and in the minute or so we have left, tell us about that track. Okay, so this is this is one of the ones that that maybe took us a bit longer to write. Um, it kind of the, the melodies and everything come off real quick, and we just wanted this song with with a bit of personality, a bit of meaning behind it again. And um, it took a while to finally finally craft it into the song it is at the moment, but. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of let you guys interpret what you think from the song, and um, it's, it's probably one of our favorites as a band, so I hope you enjoy. Well, good. At least uh, at least I picked a couple of good tracks, and as John alluded, John is uh, is the technical uh, end of this partnership, and also has a, he does have an interest in the muse and what gets into your head and where you draw your, your uh, inspirations from, but yeah. I, I purposely don't play the music ahead of time for him because I'd like to get his cold first impression so this will be the first time that he has heard this track and uh, and I am very I'll... much looking forward to hearing it too oh wow I'm, I'm on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and probably the first and probably the first time that it's been played in the states and maybe some of the other parts of the world that we reach so we want to take this second to uh, thank you so much being here with us extend our best wishes to all the guys maybe next time we can get you all together and have you on the show and uh, please do keep in touch with us tell your friends about us we want to hear from you know what you're doing okay certainly will yeah thank thank you again for, for having me on and we will be back with with the boys as well uh, um, yeah, thank you so much for having us thank you for giving the airtime and and yeah we'll definitely we'll, we'll, we'll spread the word Great. You're so welcome. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves Second Hand Arms Dealer. And here's their new track called Circus.
Secondhand arms dealer, thank you so much. Don't forget artists. Don't forget to post your upcoming releases, show dates, and other music news on our Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash the David Bowers Awards and post them all up right there. We want to know what you're doing and help you promote it. Thank you to our guests this week, the secondhand arms dealer and Corey M. Coons. And we'll look for you all back here next week when we have another exciting show for you with a lot more great new indie music and talk with the artists who make it. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time to take us home. Time to hit the long and dusty trail. Yes, sir, the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and all these other places that you like to get your podcasts. So you can find us wherever great indie music is played. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook. And be sure to follow us, please, on Twitter and Facebook as well to keep up with the show and all the indie music news that is happening as it's happening. 
Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. That's Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week for the David Bowers Awards and Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bond jovial saying be good to each other be peaceful we will see you next week right here on the david bowers awards